Podcast episode fifty nine. Hello, I'm gonna take a drink of water real quick. That water was pretty good. Um, hey, we have some things to go over today. One, um, I'm gonna be lazy and not do this elaborately. Just go like, oh, pop, pop. If I ever do like an audio version of this, this is uh, audio only version of this. This is not gonna play very well. But let let's do it. One, two, three, pop! Oh, there we go! Hey, this is the new little image thing for the YouTube thing. It's right there, um, on the screen right now. If you're, if you're listening to YouTube, which as of recording, YouTube is the only way I put this up right now, so having a good time. I made a website, and it's different than before, and I have a logo and a color scheme thing, so I was like, I gotta change this. <laughs> I gotta change this. So no more no more little MS Paint Man, unfortunately. Rest in peace, Paint Man. I like that picture a lot. Um, if you couldn't tell, I reused it for a ton of different things. Um, I think part of the reason why I liked it so much is because <laughs> is because like all the like spines on the box arts on those, um, they're they're all like based off different games, and I think they're all like PS2 and Xbox games. Because um, I think at the time I had like a Wii when I first started, probably. Uh, yeah, definitely when I first started, probably it was just a Wii, and um, <laughs> and um, and like I'm holding up that little the disc or that little disc, and it's the bouncer. If you haven't ever noticed, the bouncer for the PS2. I like doing that like little tiny. Super tiny pixel art in a way that's like barely decipherable. <laughs> and part of the reason why I was able to do that is because the, the actual image was made in originally a really low resolution. And you could probably tell. Um, but that also made it very difficult to work in those little tiny areas. But that's what made them look kind of neat. My Yoshi Touch and Go video has um, has a recreation of... I forget if it was... I, forget, I think it was the Nintendo 64... Yoshi story box art is what what's on there um and, and I really like the little box art a lot a lot unfortunately Yoshi's hand covers up most of it and I was trying to look at recently for the original one that it was just the box art but I couldn't find it so rest in peace it's probably somewhere I probably have it saved somewhere anyways yeah it's a new website a new day uh, welcome uh onecontrollerport.com I stole my podcast name uh, because Aquilian, O-C-U-L-I-N, was taken, and it's not really a good website name, I feel like, where One Controller Port is... I mean, originally the One Controller Port name beca- came because this is a podcast by myself, and there's consoles that have One Controller Port. Um, but, uh, yeah, and, and I felt it was a good name for, for a website, because n- naming websites for video game stuff is hard. Um, but it worked out, and I got a logo. Congratulations. Um, so if you haven't looked yet, to, if you haven't gone there yet, um, there's two new pieces of content up right now. There's the Xenoblade Chronicles 2 video, which I've been working on forever. Um, it's not particularly special video. It's more or less just a review, but it took me a long time to kind of narrow down the text. The review was originally like two, three times longer than it used to be. So thank God I tore it down at some point. Um, and then there's also an article about um, turn-based RPGs and how it presents um, party members who are who are um, 
inactive in battle. So when you have other characters just standing there waiting for their turn kind of thing. Um, and I've been wanting to write about that for a while because um, Skies of Arcadia, and I'm going to try to move back from my mic a little bit because I keep bumping it. I've noticed that last handful of podcasts and I need to like, I need to back up. So hopefully not too quiet. Um, but anyway, so Skies of Arcadia um, has this whole thing where basically like the characters run around and fight each other in the background, even when it's not their turn. Um, and I, and I like that idea a lot and I I really didn't have a place to talk about it beforehand. So it was, it was originally going to be a video gaming bit. And I wonder if at some point I did write something, but I don't know. Uh, but anyways, um, and then I just never did it. Um, and then, so when the Fire Emblem Three Houses got announced, they added all in all those soldiers on the battlefield that are like fighting in the background that seemed to have no real relevance other than just for presentation. So it felt like a good, a good time to talk about that. So, so both th- those things are on the website. So they're in the featured section on the website. So it's like the big, like scrolly bar on the top of the, the page. I'm not really sure how to do the feature stuff right now. Right now, they're, it's kind of like its own independent category, but um, eventually anything that gets out of that feature section goes down into the, the bottom subcategories for articles, videos, and weekly content. So, um, so yeah. So, I have like a welcome page as well, and I'll link all three of these, these main pages to hit um, in, the, in the description below. Um, but uh, basically, yeah, I just had, and you guys have heard me talk about it on the, on the podcast pretty often. Um, basically I had some trouble with just having stuff organized, like uh, the, the podcasts would flood my main page and I wanted to have streams to have be represented on my blog in some ways, but then that would flood it out even more. And the rate at, at which I post videos and articles sometimes means that stuff just gets pushed off and then it's like lost into the abyss. Um, if I don't do anything for the next, like, you know, three, four, four weeks. And then if I like send somebody my website, that's like, Hey, you want to check out some of my stuff? It's like a whole page worth of podcasts. Cause I haven't written anything in a while or something. <laughs> and I just want a way to organize that stuff and better display that stuff. And then also a way to like resurface that stuff. I have like an archive highlight section at the bottom that basically is a bunch of handpicked articles from me that I decided these were like interesting things that I've written in the past or like, I think they're pretty good. There's some, some lower quality stuff in there. Like, uh, the Mega Man Legends video review. I'm not sure why it felt right to put it in there, but I just was like, eh, this is, this should probably go in there. <laughs> I think it's going to be hard deciding when, when things should go in there, when they shouldn't go in there. So I'm not really sure. Um, things may be taken out if at some point I decide not to, but I haven't gone through all my stuff in the past. So some older content may be updated and put in there as well. If I find them, uh, reasonable put in there, a lot of it's just me rereading it. And, um, I think I may have mentioned this before. If anything, it's mentioned in the welcome post. The, the import from my previous blog did not go as I expected. And, um, and so there's a lot of broken content on the website right now. Everything released in 2018 is up to date. Everything before that is most likely not to update unless it's something I've updated for the archive highlights. Um, there's a couple other articles, excuse me, there's a couple of our articles I've updated as well just because I happen to be there or happen to be talking about, uh, like my Evolution Worlds review. Um, I, I went and updated that because I just happened to be talking about it on a podcast. So, so yeah, that's the website, onecontrollerport.com. It's probably a good sign that I have a hard time hard time saying it. Also, I made the name and then like totally didn't think about, oh, Xbox One controllers is the one like the the SEO for this. So, nobody will ever find me on Google <laughs> cuz everything will be like Xbox One controllers, but hey, you know, eh, you know. I write for myself anyway, so no problem nobody finds me. <laughs> um yeah. 
So I guess there's one one thing that I uh, I kind of did want to talk about news wise is that Love Plus Every finally got a new release date. So <laughs> so it's been delayed for a while, and I don't think they've said much about the game in that time. I think they just is like it's gonna come out in February, probably because they're like Valentine's Day, but then that probably didn't happen. Um, and now it's coming out in August. Um, which I'm actually kind of excited for. I. I gotta figure it out. I think my, I need a, like, in the past I've used, um, what was that? Is it Blue something? There's like a, a phone emulator, Blue something. I'm trying to remember the name of it, but I used a phone emulator to play Final Fantasy Grandmasters. Um, I haven't really found a consistent way to play, uh, Japanese application, phone application things. Um, I do have an Android device, so it may be fairly easy to actually do that. I'm not quite sure. I had to look into it again. It's been a long time. Um, but I would be interested in, in playing that. I've been, <laughs> I've been interested in the Love Plus series pretty much since the beginning. I mean, back when it first came out, I'm pretty sure I was just like, it's a joke. Um, but I think these days I'm, I'm more legitimately interested in, in, in trying it out. And, and I think what was always kind of interesting to me, interesting to me in the Love Plus series particularly is like this idea that it's like a, a daily game that you kind of log into and you have these interactions with, um, with your character. Um, and then obviously there's like the more intimate stuff like, oh, as far as I know, it's been a long time since I've looked at anything Love Plus or read anything about it. So this is what my brain is telling me. Maybe 10 years ago, I thought this was the case and now it's back to my brain. But like, you know, like uh, t- kissing the screen and like doing things in the microphone, saying I love you and weird things like that. It's 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 a little <laughs> it's neat that they looked at the DS and were like, hey, we have all these like these features that aren't just like button presses. And how can we use that to interact with with the characters in a way? Um, there was a fan translation for the original DS version, and then I think at the time I was a little like, eh, because there was Love Plus Plus that came out, and, um, and then I was like, well, I'll wait for the fan translation of Love Plus Plus, which I don't think ever happened, and then there's the Love Plus, new Love Plus 3DS is what it was. I think the 3DS games kind of got, um, a little beat up on, I don't remember them being particularly well received, and then that's when the franchise kind of died, but I could be wrong, I'm not sure. Um... So seeing it come back, I'm kind of curious to see how it does since the series has been kind of in hibernation for a good long while. Um, I definitely see stuff pop up every once in a blue moon, but I feel like I haven't really seen anything since like the new 3DS XL, I think had had some Love Plus editions or something like that, um, which was a while ago at this point. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm interested. I, I might, I don't know. I, the biggest thing that's kept me from playing the original DS game these days is um the um I need like a flash cart or something to play it on the actual DS and I've never I've never decided on a flash cart to try. Um so if you have any recommendations for a flash cart, that would be great. <laughs> Cause I don't know I don't know what makes a good or a bad flash cart. I pretty much just look at them and say, well the more expensive ones it might be better. I don't know. <laughs> so so yeah, but um, but I might just try this one. Depending, I mean, I I probably don't want to play on like a phone emulator if it's gonna be something that's like more about the experience of like, hey, use your touchscreen to do weird stuff rather than using the mouse or something like that. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. Well, plus, I'll give it a shot maybe someday. We'll see. Maybe someday. Um, I'm actually kind of like, it reminds me when looking at Love Plus and, and I shouldn't feel this way, but it reminds me that like a lot of those kind of, um, 
I don't know the best word to put. Well, plus doesn't even really fall into this category, but it reminds me a lot of the um those like dress up uh, dating games and stuff that used to come out on DS specifically targeted at younger girls. Um, I've always been kind of bitter <laughs> about how the 3DS's market turned out in that regard because there was like some interesting titles between um. Is it, it, I think it was called Girls RPG, but I think it may have gotten changed to like Cinderella Girls or something. Is the Hostess Club game where you you play as the hostess girl who basically like uh, your hostess, so you basically flirt with these uh, anime characters. Typically, they were um, licensed characters like Lupin the Third and stuff like that. Um, and I always wanted that name to come out here, but I could kind of understand because because a hostesses aren't really a thing here. As far as I know, at least. Um, and then and then also, you know, anime license characters means that you'll have to deal with the license nightmare that it is here in America. You know, like how Tatsunoko versus Capcom had to deal with that kind of stuff. Um, and then there's also Fab Style by Tecmo Koei. And I, <laughs> I always wanted Fab Style. I don't know what it was about Fab Style. I'm going to put the trailer in the description because I love Fab Style's, like, look. <laughs> it's got... It looks like Tecmo Koei characters, but, like... But, you know, it's it's interesting. It's interesting because they're like, they're like, I don't know the best way to put it. It reminds me like, the art style reminds me of like Dead or Alive characters, but it's it's a very conservative look in, in comparison. Um, and that game never came out here. There's actually a DS version of Fab Style as well, but why, why would you play that? Don't play that. Don't do that. I would like to import a copy of Fab Style someday. So really the only thing we ever got here was Style Savvy, I believe, um, which is, you know, girls mode in Japan. And Style Savvy 2 and 3 came out here, I think. I think that's the case. Um, so, oh, Style Savvy came out on DS on Wii U, and I never picked that up. Oh, I forgot about that. I'm going to do that sometime. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways, Fabs, I, would, I, like, I miss those kind of games, but I shouldn't miss them because they're on phone now is what, <laughs> what happened. <laughs> I need to play some Love Nikki, but I don't know. I feel like, the, I feel like Love Nikki and... Other games I've seen like that don't have quite the the budget of like a style savvy kind of thing. Uh, you know, maybe not even budget is right, but like three D models and stuff. Like, like when I saw that Love Plus trailer, they showed all like the girls in different outfits and stuff. I'm like, whatever. And then they show them in three D models in different outfits, and I'm like, what? They could switch outfits in between, which shouldn't be surprising, but I I guess I kind of forgot or something. And I was like, I I want to switch outfits. I don't know if you decide or if they decide what they wear, but they're cute outfits either way. And I was just like, I want to, I want to do the dress up stuff. Give me the dress up stuff to do. <laughs> and, and I feel like with, uh, I guess you can do that in Love Nikki with like the 2D models. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like dress up. I always prefer like 3D models and I don't know why. Maybe it's just the ability to kind of see it from every angle. I'm having a hard time. Like, I'm not really knowing what point I'm like, I don't know my thought process behind this. So it's becoming very difficult to explain. So I probably should just try to stop trying to play it. Or explain it. Right now, I know that I prefer 3D models for for dressing up characters and stuff. But that's why I like that's why I like stuff like God Eater, like all the dress up stuff in that is really nice. Freedom Wars, although Freedom Wars, <laughs> the dress up stuff was like really really restrictive. Like there's some really elaborate like uh, clothing options, and so the whole game. And I played through this game twice because my my save data got corrupted, and then I had some friends that wanted to play through it. So I was like, ah, I'll just start over with you guys. Um, I played through the whole game like, oh, some of these, like, I don't like the, like the headpiece on this, or I don't like all these weird belts that are going across it. 
only to find out probably in the last hour that I played that game in whole. Um, apparently you can press a button and it will remove certain parts of the clothing. And so you could get rid of parts of your clothing that you didn't like. And I was like, oh, I wish I knew ahead of time because then I would have had so many more options for dressing up. Um, but, you know, it's too late. It's too late. <laughs> I don't think I'll ever go back to Freedom Wars, unfortunately. Um, I just think I'd rather go somewhere else. But it's sad. It's a sad time. Um, but yeah, let's stop talking about dress up stuff. Dress up. I'm going to guess in Love Plus you don't dress them up. I'm guessing they dress up on their own. But hey, you know, that's that's all right. That game's focus is something else, so it should, it should be good. It should be fine. Um, let's do a fortune cookie. I wasn't planning on doing a fortune cookie, but we're gonna do it. So I'm gonna open up uh, back lottery here real quick. Uh, if I can remember my password, my login information is wrong. If I can't get my login right, we will not do a fortune cookie. Okay, here we go. Um. Oh yeah, I've been playing Dragon Quest Heroes 2 recently still. The end game for that game is super RNG and grindy, which is kind of good in some ways and kind of bad in some ways. I'm like grinding out bows for Angelo because he's kind of broken. Um, but um, yeah, it's, it's uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I'll have any more coverage for Dragon Quest Heroes 2 really. There's interesting things about Dragon Quest Heroes 2, but um, I don't know. I'll have to think about it. I'll, I'll give some thought. I'll get back to you on that. Mafia 2. I don't know much about the Mafia franchise as a whole. There was much Mafia 1 and Mafia 3, and I never really knew much about Mafia 1. Um, by the time I played Mafia 2, Mafia 3 wasn't out yet. Um, oh, I'm not a big fan of Grand Theft Auto games. I think I explained this a little bit in my Zelda video about Breath of the Wild, where I'm like, those type of games give you tools to play with the world, and a lot of the experience, I feel like, is seeing how that world reacts to the player's actions or like things you do or events you do like like how all these characters react how 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 the cars and like planes will will react to you like hitting them in a weird way and they like explode off in weird random directions stuff or like how much carnage can create stuff like that um mafia 2 is a case and i played i played grand theft auto 4 this way a lot of times where it's just like i just go from <laughs> i just go from the part of the game that is the next mission to the next mission i basically go in a straight line for the most part um but what i did like about mafia 2 though is they have like that speed limiter thing where it's like oh this will reduce your speed down to like what the the speed limit is for this road and unfortunately, like, the, I, I recall the cops being pretty unrealistic of, like, if you accidentally, like, fender bendered somebody, the cops would get out of their car and just, like, start shooting you. And it's like, oh, no. <laughs> um, which isn't realistic at all. But I like driving around that world and that environment. I'm a big fan of, uh, I think that'd be, like, 19... Is that 1940s or 1960s? But I, I'm, I'm a big fan of that kind of, like, between, like, 20s and 60s era, I think. I like that style, um, you know, like stuff like L.A. Noir and things like that. And then I'm a big, uh, I grew up with a lot of Dean Martin when I was a kid, and I love Dean Martin. And even though I think, if I recall correctly, I've looked at the years and, like, the time when Dean Martin was singing and the time when Mafia hap is happening doesn't line up at all. But <laughs> but I really like it. I'm bumping my mic again. Sorry, let me scroll move back a little bit um but i really like that that the aesthetic of the music in that game it's a lot of like you know oldies music that i that i really enjoyed but in the same way people like the fallout music and stuff um it's just it's 
in the case of this, though, it might be more more in place just because it's a real world where Fallout's kind of this weird mix because everything never advanced past the fifties is what it was. Anyways, I don't I don't remember how Fallout worked. I think it's the fifties um, in Fallout. But anyways, Mafia, I I really liked the 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 music in it, and I like driving around and the fact that they let you like drive around pretty pretty like uh, in a relaxing way because you're not worrying about how fast you're going like if you try to drive the speed limit in like a grand theft auto and i've only played four and five i find that you just sit there and like really and like the driver even because i remember playing like normal driver driving once at some point um it's a lot of like kind of (laughs) tapping the throttle to make sure your speed doesn't go above a certain point and it's just not a particularly um Oh, it's not a particularly satisfying driving experience for like driving it in a realistic way. And Mafia 2 really gives you the tools to do that. Just, you know, the exception of being fender bender. Oh no, the cops are going to shoot you kind of thing. Um, but yeah, I like Mafia 2's story a lot. I can't say I care about the gameplay um, or at least the world ex- exploration stuff. I always just kind of prefer those games to be kind of mission based. But I will say that like exploring the world and getting the dialogue while you're just driving around in the cars is something that I think is valuable in that kind of game. Valuable in like L.A. Noir as well. Um, it's just like you get kind of this atmosphere and like you get to kind of absorb the world while you're going from place to place. Specifically in like L.A. Noir because you can just tell your partner to drive, which is what I would do all the time. Just like tell my partner to drive, and then they like go through a whole dialogue segment while you're, um, while you're, um, uh, driving around. And then eventually just like, once the dialogue is done, it'll, I think it either gives you the option or automatically skips you to the next mission. So yeah, Mafia 2, it's all right. Um, but I just don't care about Grand Theft Auto's like open world style games very much. So, so like the core foundation of what that game is, I wasn't particularly into, but, um, I, I'm not a huge fan or, but I do like the, the, the style and tone of that, that series. I like, I really like the part where you, <laughs> there's this one really nice part where like, I don't know if really nice is the best way to put it, but like you guys kill somebody and you have to go bury him on top of the mountain and everybody's like super drunk except for the main character. <laughs> and and you go bury this guy at the top of the mountain and then you get in the car and you're driving down the mountain and the whole time you're driving down like everybody who is with you who buried the guy is just like drunkenly singing to to, to Dean Martin and it's like a really good scene that I love a lot um yeah that's a fun game there's a song in there called the Dipsy Doodle I assume it's a real song probably based on how that game music is it's a good song Dipsy Doodle. Everyone can relate to the Dipsy Doodle because sometimes you say something you don't want to say. That's going to be it for this week. Um, so streaming is a little bit weird. So um, I beat Full Spectrum Warrior last week. So hey, congratulations. Yay. I might write something about it. I'm, I'm kind of kind of debating it. Um, the biggest... I kind of want to do a video on it, but then I have to like re-record new footage because in the stream I have to put the chat in there and it's not a great experience. I don't know. I eh, I like I like I like streaming to Twitch for the live stuff, but I like YouTube for the VOD stuff. So it's it's kind of this weird balance I have to do. Um, I don't know. We'll see. Um, but anyway, so I'll probably just write an article for Full Spectrum Warrior. Um, so so um, the next big stream game I think is gonna be Yakuza Two, but it's gonna be the PlayStation Two version. Um, so it's the super old version. Um, but next week specifically, I might just take a break from a big long games right now and just play um, Red Dog Superior Firepower. That's a game by Argonauts Games, the developers of Star Fox Spinner. 
been around Star Fox and Argonaut games a lot recently for some reason. Um, I don't know if we're going to beat it. Um, I don't remember a ton about it. It's a Dreamcast game, and I've had it for a long time. So if it get, if it gets to like the point where it's like, oh, we're like over halfway through the game by the end of the stream, then maybe I'll just go ahead and do it. But I don't know. Uh, we'll see. I saw like someone beat the game like an hour about whether it was like a speed run or something, or if it's like, no, really, this game's just really short or something like that. Um, I remember having trouble with it as a kid, so maybe I'll have trouble with it today. Who knows? Uh, and then I think I'm going to stream a little bit of Valkyria Revolution for the quick play stream sec segment. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> That's a game that I have a lot of very mixed and strong feelings on. <laughs> so I might just stumble over myself trying to explain why I like that game. Um, I also got to kind of look into see what kind of is available in the end game for me to do and to show off. Um, and then if there's like... Anything specific story-wise I might want to, like, poke into at all. Probably more research than I need to or should do, but, yeah. But that's going to be it. So, so yeah, look forward to Yakuza 2. I'll, I'll definitely let you know. It's either going to be next week we'll start Yakuza 2, or if we get close to doing Red Dog it, or finishing Red Dog, it'll probably be sometime in the next two weeks, something like that. So you'll hear on the stream how things go. I'll let you know or here in this podcast. Um, and that's it. So thank you very much, and then, uh, yeah, I hope you guys enjoy the new site. Um, go to the welcome page if you need some more information about how that site's set up. If there's any questions you have, uh, you let me know. There's the recent section in the um, in the website to just show you all the stuff that pops up uh, chronologically. So so if you don't want to sit there and like sort through the, the three different segments I broke things into, just go to the recent section. It shows you everything that's come out in chronological order. So it's just like the old blocks set up essentially um so yeah that's it thank you guys and have a great week bye